Hello and welcome to the Friendly City Insider Podcast, your inside look at news and events from Moose Jaw City Hall. I'm Communications Manager Craig Hemingway, and on this episode, what a waste. The City of Moose Jaw's Jesse Watamanak will tell us everything we should and should not bring to Household Hazardous Waste Collection Day this Saturday, August 25th, at the city complex. Now, before we get to Jesse, a few things of note. Uh, not sure if you can hear it right now, but outside uh, the window here at City Hall, uh, there's a fair bit of work happening uh, right in front of us on Fairford and Main. Uh, in fact, Main Street between Ominica and High Street uh, getting completely repaired and repaved this week. That'll run through Thursday. So yes, some detours in place for that and a fair bit of detours happening around the city this summer, but a detour is a sign of work getting accomplished. Uh, by the end of this construction season, we'll have 26 kilometers of road rehabilitation completed. And that's a road repair, a new pavement on a 26K of roads around the city of Moose Jaw. About 16 and a half kilometers already done there. And of course, water main replacement continues and uh, probably the most high profile of phase three underway right now. That's Manitoba Street East, uh, the zero to 300 blocks. And it's the zero to 100 block uh, being worked on right now. So detours in place there and full details on that at moosejaw.ca. Also, uh, the Phyllis Dewar Outdoor Pool reopened over the weekend, and we thank all of you for your patience while we had to fix a major power issue at the Natatorium, which houses the mechanical operations of the pool in the Crescent Park Spray Park. Reminder that the outdoor pool will operate on regular hours right through Labor Day Monday, September 4th, just in time for the kids to head back to school the next day. Uh, still some nice warm weather this week, too, to enjoy the pool. We're going to push 30 on a couple of days, but you can really tell we're past the midway point in August, uh, some cooler mornings, cooler evenings, despite some of the daytime heat. And of course, another sign we're approaching September, the release of the 2018 Fall Recreation Guide. Our Parks and Rec Department has published the fall edition that is jam-packed with swimming lessons, public skating and swimming schedules for the fall, 30 community association-based programs, clinics and classes at Yara Center, uh, Moosejaw Public Library and Moosejaw Museum and Art Gallery, dozens of activities there, and all the details are in the Fall Parks and Rec Guide. And you can find it at moosejaw.ca, or you can pick it up at any of the following City locations, the Sportsplex, City Hall, Yara Center, the Public Library, Museum and Art Gallery, May Wilson Theatre, or get yours at Tours of Moose Jaw. And of course, you can begin registering for all of those programs through the contact information in the guide right now, or you can go in person to sign up. The citywide registration night for fall programming goes Wednesday, September 5th, 4 till 8 at the Kinsman Sportsplex. Couple other things of note, we're now less than two months away from the October 17th by-election to fill the seat on Moose Jaw City Council that has been vacant since Don Mitchell retired in June. Candidate information packages are available in the City Clerk's Office, second floor of City Hall, or you can download the package at moosejaw.ca. The nomination period runs August 27th through September 12th. Now, 
back to Household Hazardous Waste Collection Day. The city of Moose Jaw sets aside this day every year for you to get rid of poisonous and other unwanted hazardous materials you might have lingering around the house or garage. However, not everything hazardous is accepted. With more on that is Jesse Watamanuk, Public Works Supervisor for Sanitation and Wastewater with the City of Moose Jaw. And he joins us now for a discussion we'll call What a Waste. Jesse, I know this program has been your baby for a few years now. You know, we've been doing this. It's been ongoing for many years here in Moose Jaw. And, you know, we're excited to take uh, some of the stuff that we don't want to end up in the landfill or into the, you know, water system or anything like that in the groundwater. And people don't always realize. I think we, we understand that, you know, safely disposing of chemicals but don't always think about what would happen and and you know the dangers and how it could affect our water system uh by pouring some of that stuff down the drain or in the ground right well absolutely there's there's a a lot of hazardous waste that you don't even think of that uh can leach in into you know into the groundwater or into uh you know rivers and creeks and stuff like that uh over time uh mercury i know being a, a big one um you know, any heavy metals and stuff like that. You can hear about lead and stuff and, you know, uh, PCBs and things that you just don't want, you don't want to leave. It takes forever to break down and you just don't want to leave in the environment because it's something that will be there for a very long time. I guess take us through, there's a number of things we can and, and can't dispose of on household hazardous waste collection age. So let's start with all the things we should be taking to the city complex this Saturday. Well, what we will take and what you should be taking, uh, they include anything that, you know, things that line around the house, uh, adhesives uh, like contact cement or, you know, uh, glue or anything, um, aerosols such as hairspray or insect repellent, uh, automotive batteries, uh, you know, antifreeze, oils, you can take that kind of stuff, old gasoline if you have it lying around, um, cleaners, you know, oven, gla uh, glass cleaners, spot removal cleaners, car wax. Um, any mercury containing devices like thermostats or CFL bulbs, compact fluorescent lights, um, you know, like I said, fuels, gasoline, diesel, any kind of little oil gas mixes you might have lying around from the, you know, weed eaters or any chainsaws and uh, oxides. If you got a home pool, you know, if you have chlorine or, you know, old pool chemicals that you're, you're wondering about, that stuff can come to uh, any kind of poisons like the lawn herbicides or garden chemicals. Uh, old prescription medication if there's pharmaceuticals that you want to get rid of uh, however we won't accept any sharps or biological waste just for the safety of the staff working that day um, propane cylinders barbecue cylinders uh, solvents like paint thinners acetones uh, yeah so those kind of things are more than welcome to come to hazardous waste day and if you do have questions about something you have lying around uh, there's people here that are experts at it and if you just don't know what to do with it um, feel free and to ask the questions or bring it down and we can try to determine what best to do with it. So. Yeah, and the big, biggest key there is in the name household and mm -hmm. you just mentioned things that are t around most typical households, all those things. However, there are some things though that might be around your house that you can't bring here. I guess paint might be the most obvious one Yeah. Uh, and, and those go to Sarcan, right? Yeah, so there are uh, stewardship programs that will accept a lot of things. Uh, paint being one of them, Sarcan can take paint. Uh, old electronics, if you have any electronics that you have any questions about, they're probably the best answer to those. Um, as well as uh, used oil or waste oil or um, antifreeze, uh, that all can go to the landfill year-round. Those, those stewardship programs are year-round, so you don't have to wait for a specific day 
to bring it in. You can take it to the landfill anytime during the year it's open. So. And there are some designated sites for yeah, those. Yeah, there's designated places for that stuff at the at the landfill and at Sarcan. So. What happens to all the things that are collected here on Household Hazardous Waste Collection Day? Where do they go from here? So, Craig, we have a, a company that comes in and they're, they're specialists in it. Uh, they'll either find a way to repurpose it or d- destroy it and dispose of it in a proper manner. So... Over the number of years you've been associated with this day, you've seen a lot of different items come in. Most of it uh, compliant with the things that people are supposed to bring in, but 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 some things that would maybe go beyond what's in a typical household. Talk yeah, about some I, of the more uh, strange or uh, bizarre things you've had people bring in. I think my my favorite memory is when a, a gentleman he brought in a it was a plastic bottle or an old plastic bottle like a PVC bottle, and. Uh, he didn't know he kind of had an idea what it might be but he, but he bought a house found this in the garage it was stuck in the back corner and uh, when he dropped it on the table it made a loud thud it was something that was very heavy a liquid uh, metallic-y and uh, right away one of the techs lifted up he's like that that's gotta be that's mercury and he, and he was amazed and i was even amazed i've never seen that much mercury in my entire life like you know you might see the odd little piece of mercury in a thermostat or something like that or we all played with it on the table as kids or whatever, but uh, seeing that much and then putting it into perspective how how much risk that could put the our environment in or in you know a water system in in that much jeopardy, uh, it really brings some perspective to it. So um, you know, good on them for bringing that. I know uh, you know I've seen other things that maybe people don't understand. The things that we those are things we can accept, but there's things that we can't accept that I've all seen that oddball like. Uh, you know, like explosives. I heard, uh, you know, ammunition being dropped off. There's, there's better ways to get rid of some of those things. We had organic peroxide here in Moose Jaw, and there's various forms of organic peroxide, but this was uh, crystalline, and it started with any kind of agitation could potentially cause it to explode. So I think that was two, three years ago now, um, and the bomb squad actually was called out, and they safely took care of that situation. So they took it to the stockpile here in town, and disposed of it accordingly so jesse watermack is a public works supervisor for waste here with the city of moose jack getting ready for household hazardous waste collection day we will be doing it at the city complex 1010 high street west what are the hours jesse uh they're going to be 9 a.m to 3 p.m so right through uh, lunch we work right through lunch so anytime you want to come and drop by it's a drive-through so just come to the west end of the complex building here at 1010 high street west and you'll drive right through. We'll just you'll you get you to stop in the building. We'll get your trunk opened up or your back of your truck, and we'll we'll deal with everything from there. That's Jesse Wadamanak, Public Works Supervisor for Sanitation and Wastewater with the City of Moose Jaw. And for more information on Household Hazardous Waste Collection Day, August 25th, head to the City of Moose Jaw website, moosejaw.ca. That about does it for the show. A reminder, if you've got a question about anything that we do uh, here at the City of Moose Jaw, by all means, get a hold of us. You can send us a direct message through our Facebook page or uh, even send me a question you want answered on the podcast. We'll do that on a future episode. C. Hemingway at moosejaw.ca. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.